0: Hey up, Sassenachs. It's Chelsea back for another episode of the Sassenach Files. This week I am joined by my wonderful friend Angela from Outlander Cast and her Patreon page, The Queen Bees Hive. This week, we're discussing everything to do with season six, including all the little tidbits stars has given us, as well as interviews the cast have given, and what we could glean from our trip to Seattle for outlandish Vancouver. But before we get to that, I want to take a moment to remind you that you can find the Sassnack Files on all sorts of listening platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more platforms. Also, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you head over to follow the Sassnack Files on both Facebook and Instagram to make sure you are up to date on all of the latest and greatest Outlander news, including Outlander season six and seven, as well as any project Diana Gabaldon cooks up and whatever the cast is up to. A few announcements. My book, Downforce, comes out on Valentine's Day, which is a little under a week away. So if you have not had a chance to pre-order, you can go to Amazon now. Also feel free to follow me. I am on Instagram under C. Leach underscore author and on Facebook under Chelsea Leach. If you would like an autographed copy, you can go over to Etsy and order a copy under my Etsy shop, C. Leach author. And with all of that out of the way, let's get into my discussion with Angela on everything Outlander Season 6 as we are getting on the countdown with one month to go. Hope you enjoy. All right, so I know you guys are really super excited. I'm super excited about this. I've been doing. Like loads and loads of notes. Angela was like, do you even need me? (laughs) (laughs) When I center my notes. (laughs) Yes, always, always. So um, the first thing that I think we should probably talk about today is we've got a lot of like promotional material. We got those um, like one liner things that they did last week.
1: Yeah, to Um, me, to me, that's um, that's. The way I'm reading it, when you actually I wrote them all down as part of my thing, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's the iconic quote that kind of in one quote summarizes their story for this season, like in this one quote. So Mm -hmm. when you look at them all, Jamie, for those of us that have this knowledge of the future, it must inform our decisions because he's having to make weighty decisions in this thing. Mm -hmm. Claire, you can't live life being afraid of who you are because, we you know, well, she's struggling with, you know, what happened to her and feeling in constant fear and trying to deal with it. Roger, whatever I'm called to do, whatever I do, it will not be at the price of my family. So we're dealing with his whole calling and all of that. And for Brianna, she says, look at us finding our place in the path." <laughs> I love that one. I was like, oh. <laughs> so you know it's like her with her inventions and all that kind of stuff. So, so I kind of, you kind of get this sense that that's what they're trying to do. To give you one quote that synopsizes their story.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and the overall look of all the promotional material this year is like you got the snowstorm going on and it's super dark and like washed out. It's very like grays and whites and stuff. Um, and I love that. I I think you mentioned this in one of your lives. Uh, where you said that when you were watching the beginning of season four you were um, looking at how everything was like in autumnal colors and mm-hmm. that you kind of see that parallel now with all the winter. whites and grays with the winter because this is a breath mm-hmm. of snow and ashes and book four where was, that was the of, bottom. of
1: autumn right yes so I thought that was like oh okay <laughs> <I> see <laughs> Well, not and then mention- when they did Fiery Cross, everything was kind of, you know, holy titles. Like mm-hmm. you had all this like religious, yeah, you know, with it, this like kind of a, a nod to a lot of religious mm-hmm. connotations with the word cross, you yes. know, in there. And so it's I feel like they try to take the title and find a way to filter that in, you know what sure. I mean? In some mm-hmm. way to the look of the show or the way that they're titling it, like the whole, the whole coding of that season you know basically
0: yeah they're trying to like bring in the yeah like it it I'm trying to decide what I want to say it's like the arc of the season like they're trying to incorporate and every incorporate it into like literally every single facet of it that they can even if people aren't picking it up of course like we look at things a lot deeper but if I were to tell my brother and sister-in-law that they would be like okay (laughs) okay
1: It's all about the atmosphere. We're obsessed, you
0: know. Like we, we yeah. care about this stuff. So yes.
1: yes, I know people say we're crazy, but we, we, we are kind of crazy, and that's okay.
0: It's fine. We embrace the crazy
1: here We embrace in the, the That's right. Amen, <laughs> sister. So I got my queen bee. I got my queen bee shirt on. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Oh my mom my got it for me. My mom got it that. for me for Christmas. Yeah, That's I was so like, cute.
0: Cute. cute. I said, it's perfect. <laughs> Even your mom embraces it.
1: <laughs> hey, she's a patron. My I mom know. is a patron of mine.
0: Did you want to so, tell people about your Patreon before we get too much I really into would. Yes, yes, I would. go for it. Yes.
1: So I am Angela Hickey, for those of you that don't know me. And I am a blog writer and a book group leader for um, Outlander Cast. But I also have my own Patreon page. And I don't know if you could pop it into the thing, um, but out. it's, it's basically um, www.patreon.com slash queen bees hive. Um, and I'm still right now I'm going through first takes on bees. I'm also going to be doing a lot of other things. I include, um, you know, cultural elements, cultural pieces as well that kind of help illuminate the books. Um, I'm doing all kinds of things, actually. And then we have something called pollinating, where it's like other historical fiction type things that will broaden understanding of the books. And you'll have to forgive me, I'm like, not really feeling well today. So I'm kind of like the walking wounded. So if I'm (laughs) not my normal pizzazzy self, (laughs) that's why I'm uh, trying to just kind of get through it. But I woke up with a bad fever today. So I popped all my ibuprofen to try to take that sucker down so I could still do this with Chelsea today. Um, But I would love for you guys to come and be a patron. We're doing some really exciting things. I'm also interviewing Diana on the 16th. So there's a lot of good stuff happening on the horizon. So and I'm going to be interviewing her both on season six as well as breaking down bees for those of you that have read bees.
0: Okay,
1: so, so we're, we're going to do characters. You said right. Uh, we're so gonna, I like, wanted go to through?
0: talk about the teaser trailer and the credits real quick, and just kind of talk about how Thank that, you, Casey. how that sets the tone for this whole season that we've got going on. Because they we prognosticated about the theme song on our last live, um, and we have since gotten the new opening credits, which is a duet. So. Um, how do we think that portrays what we're going to see this season?
1: Well, I know Diana says on that, that it's absolutely bare in making the choices he made for mm-hmm. the opening credits. He was absolutely brilliant. It was the brilliant choice. She calls it. And she's like, really saying how clever it was mm-hmm. and how, perfect of a choice it was and how he just crushed it with this what he did and it was absolutely awesome and you'll understand it all when you get into the season she's saying things like this um so whatever it is she's like really high up on it she says the the opening episode is spectacular that's the word that she used spectacular she said the finale is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that don't know, you know, are not as much a book reader or whatever, Diana doesn't give uh mm-hmm. false praise. You know what I mean? Like she's not a she doesn't like toe the line of of um you know the show line and yeah everybody's going to just say it's great. She'll say, ah well you know like she'll she'll knock episodes or whatever if you know, um, if she doesn't like, she's not going to put her word behind something that she doesn't really believe in. So when she's being effusive phrase like that, it means a lot. It's really saying something. One of the things I'm going to ask her is which episodes does she think her book fans, her book reader fans will be most happy with, you know? that. So, uh, because I have to think of some questions I can ask her for season six that, She'll actually answer, you know. Right. That was (laughs) the hardest uh,
0: part of Outlandish Vancouver was thinking of questions that you might be able to get some nugget of information out of without straight up just asking. Exactly, Angela. What'd she say?
1: She said she is very blunt.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) For sure. But I mean, that's one of the things we love about her, right?
1: Because we. Because then when she does praise, you can believe it. Yes, exactly. Like if, if Sam or Claire, Claire. Sam or Kat or any of them go. Oh, it's the best season ever. It's a great season, but it's like you gotta take it with a grain of salt because what else are they gonna say? You know. Exactly. But if Diana's saying that, you're like, oh, okay, you know, because yeah. she doesn't always say that, you know. Exactly. So yeah. and I and I love that about her because it lets you be able to trust her word yeah. on the good as well. If she doesn't ever say anything that's wrong, then you can't trust when she says something's good. But because sure. she will point out a bad when she says it's so great then you're like oh you get excited because you really feel like you can believe this you know so like last
0: season with season five the uh, the whole stable sex incident and better to marry than burn she was very blunt about how she did not think that that was kosher at all she was like No. no 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 Um, and, and she didn't like the that. autopsy.
1: She was yeah. very blunt about that, that the yeah. autopsy was like insane. You know, like that, you know, Claire would, would never, never do that. That would never happen. This. Yes. That would never happen. And, yes. you know, just, uh, she'll tell you straight up, but she said there's no weak spot in the whole scene, which she's Makes never me excited. Said. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. So that, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. So, um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> you mean like season four? <laughs> I
0: I've been doing my rewatch, trying to do my due diligence. But man, season four, I struggle so much with that season.
1: I feel yeah. bad
0: for saying that, but <laughs> I well, do. I think I in my
1: rewatch, I'm just going to rewatch season four and five. I just don't even have time to rewatch the whole thing. Uh, but I'm going to just rewatch season four and five. I did watch season four, one and two, so I just kind of have to do those as well.
0: Because it's one month from today, guys. It's one month. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So with this.
1: Exactly, Susan. She said when they go off the rails, she'll say so. Yes. She and she will.
0: definitely says so when they don't take her advice and it goes sideways. She's like, yeah, I she'll told tell you. So. I tried
1: to tell them, <laughs> you know, and I told them people were going to be upset about that if they don't yep. do this or if they did that. Yes. I tried, or when you right? see this, just know, I tried to fix it, or it was worse <laughs> before I intervened. She'll say that, you I know, know. <laughs> like, gonna, people are going to lose their minds when they see something. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. yeah. So, when her, all this effusive praise from her has me really jacked, and it's having me almost sad that... Mm-hmm. It's only eight
0: episodes? Yeah!
1: I feel like it's such a good season. I want it to be, like, a long
0: season. It's yes. so hard because like we've waited so long and I get the frustration behind it being only eight episodes. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm really tired of people wrecking my buzz with we've waited this long and we only get eight episodes. I'm like, okay, uh, "Yeah." The, first off, what pandemic. Expect? Second of yeah. all, your leading lady Pregnancy. is pregnant. Yeah, so get over it. Sorry if I offend anybody, but we can't expect yeah, the mean, impossible.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't just like, I mean, you know, Claire's supposed to be beyond childbearing years at this mm-hmm. point, so she can't just, like, you can't write it in. <laughs> Immaculate <laughs> conception! Let's go! <laughs> okay, well, will
0: veer back onto the rails. Um, so, with this opening theme song, I'm thinking that, because it has been said that this uh, this season is very couple-centric, because, first off, they had their individual filming bubbles because of covid they only had limited big group scenes um so by necessity it was kind of smaller groups filming together so we get a lot more um are having the battle stuff.
1: yes like no Moore's creek battle that's right. not you know they said they're avoiding battle scenes this i wonder is- if
0: they're going to try to push it to season seven or if they're just pushing it out i'm off thinking together. they're going
1: to do it off page oh, like okay. not off page but they're going to like because you saw militia and stuff, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like maybe it's gonna be that that happened and you mm-hmm. get like the after, yeah, you know, like the report about it after uh, right. how they did or like it kind of is yada 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 past, but that it did happen. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, that makes sense. That's kind of what I'm thinking because t- the timing—that's a, like a historical event. You can't have it happen, you right. know, in, in season seven when they're sailing to Scotland. Like that's you know. Oh, Am I saying something that I shouldn't be saying? <laughs>
0: no, I put hey, uh, a. <laughs> this is like completely book is happening. Yes. Well, if you I, haven't I read the book.
1: The six, but I, I, I said something about seven. So that's why yeah. I didn't know that was, awful. that was bad of me to do.
0: <laughs> well, I think that anybody that's here has probably read the books. So I'm not
1: too concerned about it. But mm-hmm. anyway. Also, Diana said that in season six, Jamie displays his bone deep trait of defending and taking responsibility for others in several ways, some taken from the books and some not, but all are very consistent with his character. Okay. That's what she said just a guy i I found that little quote I wanted to throw it in with you. Nice. I know it's like I'm just randomly throwing things at you.
0: no, well, <laughs> because
1: that that's
0: interesting, and also, um, I was reading an article. With John Bell, that he did um, with uh,
1: Digital yes, Spy this, is, this the, week.
0: Yes, yes, and yes. he said that this season has a darker feel to it, and he said it reminds him a lot of the Harry Potter series, which I found extremely interesting with how it's just. Okay, getting... I didn't read
1: that then. Yes, yes. I, and, I didn't see him say that.
0: Yeah, he said it's getting increasingly darker. At, and you can feel it in the story. Oh, a yes. Lot, I like, did remember seeing
1: him say that. Yes, I yes. do remember that.
0: Which I thought was a great, like, pop culture parallel to kind of get people to understand, like,
1: how as, time, as it's going yes. down, like, Harry Potter later years is darker. You yes, know? exactly.
0: Right. Right. Um, and I also thought it was funny because he said, like, all the characters at times in this season feel isolated. And he said... <laughs> COVID helped a bit because all of the characters feel isolated at times and we only had to look at our own fucking experience to be able to relate to that. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. I I remember reading that. Yes, exactly.
0: Yes. I was like, oh my God, I love this guy. (laughs) But yeah, I I think He's
1: the one person I haven't seen out of the main cast.
0: He's never at an
1: event that I go to. Did you
0: see any tidbits in the opening trailer or uh, opening credits like Caption-wise, like, the screen grabs that you were, like, that caught your attention that you think foreshadow for this season
1: at all? On the on the credits or on the trailer? Yeah,
0: on the credits. Like, anything. Because, you know, each of the, well, like, little things, they show a char- a character moment or whatever.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And you got, you saw them all featured mm-hmm. as well, which I liked. Yeah. Um, Was
0: well, there anything? Well, I do
1: have one little bit of news that... Uh, kind of i happen to like see as i was researching for mm-hmm. this show you know how we know about andrew gower coming yes. into this yes. episode i know you have it on your list but since i oh, no, mentioned the, we're the gonna, credit yep. and we had that boat scene mm-hmm. um it that looked like scotland and you saw the little mm-hmm. boat and we assume like that's bonnie prince charlie being taken you know over the sea to sky whatever you know i think now I just looked at something. That's mm-hmm. episode one. Andrew mm-hmm. Gower is in episode one. I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't realize that. I didn't either. So no. So for him to be in episode one, maybe that whole party and everything actually happens in that episode as well, where those things are re. Because it would make sense. Well, well, I actually broke down what I think on the episodes, so we'll wait. I'll wait okay. till we get there. But maybe that's, that's why she said it's spectacular. Because it might have that whole set,
0: mm-hmm. like with that big
1: blue house, it might have right. that included in it. If that's where we get that part of the story, that mm-hmm. reminiscent, and it is an echo of yeah, that's ass. what I was
0: thinking. Yeah,
1: so it does fit. Yes, you know it is a ninety-minute episode, so I mean, there's a lot that can be put in that. You know,
0: I'm ready um, to like have my mind reeling after this first episode. <laughs> Just like immediately have to turn it on and watch it again because I'm like, I feel like I only caught half of that. <laughs> like, um, okay, so, um, we'll talk about the main trailer since you brought it up with the the big blue house with the red coats posted outside, mm-hmm. what looks like if you're watching it frame by frame, Jamie and Claire walking up the front steps, and then we get Lord John supposed like walking through the main set. So I did see a um, a young woman when I was looking at the freeze frames behind him on the arm of somebody like talking to a group of people. So I'm wondering if that could have been Flora McDonald.
1: Maybe I think Flora McDonald, when you look at that scene Mm -hmm. where, where Lord John is walking through the the party Mm -hmm. behind Lord John, there's a couple that's walking in and when yeah, you yeah. look at the other people on the side, they're all looking the rest, at her. They're kind of like giving her deference. You see yeah. them actually bowing their head like okay. this as she's walking through. So I think it's her. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think they're doing that to John, you know, no, no. I <laughs> looks like they're, yeah. they're kind of like giving her, her, whatever you want to call it, uh, yeah. you know, like props. Right. Yeah. <laughs> basically, um, you know, as she's kind of as respect. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking that it's the couple is Alan and Flora McDonald that yeah. is walking kind of behind John? Um, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, I just like find it so interesting that such a historical figure like Flora McDonald, who was involved in helping Bonnie Prince Charlie escape after Culloden, like ended up being a loyalist of sorts and an you know. advocate for the British government. That just blows
1: my mind. Like, it I does. wonder what happened in her so, life to... They were like, so, um, you know, it was such a scorched earth thing after mm-hmm, Culloden right. that it kind of put, like, the fear of, okay, we're never putting ourselves through this shit again. Right. You know what I mean, type of thing. And I think that's kind of, it took the will out mm-hmm. of them to fight to, you know, to, you know, step against England. Right. You know, because yeah. look at the devastation they... You know, and that yeah. was what—that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to make it where they would never think to do this again, like put it, make it so brutal and so horrible. The penalties that they would never think again of going against England, and they don't like. They pretty much like, oh yeah, I'm not dealing with, I'm not gonna yeah be on the wrong side of this shit again, you know? Because so.
0: <laughs> most Scots, I learned this in your little class you did before season five, um, actually fought on the side of the government during the revolution. Um, I did not know that. So that's very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. you're just you're my source of knowledge, Angela. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> somebody. Oh. Uh, I think it was Casey because I asked, uh, "Is there anything that you guys want us to talk about during this live?" And she said, "All your knowledge and wisdom." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, Angela's more the knowledge and wisdom. I'm more the, oh my god!" And did you see this? Like. <laughs>
1: Hey, I, I, I don't feel very knowledgeable and wisdom right now. I'm lucky I'm just like kinda of going. <laughs> uh
0: Hillary Granfield says, Whose house are they in? That's the question, okay, well, isn't it? <laughs> that's
1: the question. And and I'm thinking 'cause I've, I honestly think that well, I know we can't we're wait, we're gonna do that at toward like further in, but um I kind of started piecing on us talking about the Mm -hmm. credit not the credits the episodes episodes and so it makes sense on a couple things um that 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 maybe like the back half or the last 15 minute segment or Mm -hmm. whatever is you know is going to take place um or maybe it even opens with that and then when they come back that's when everything happens that's when like the christie's get there or While they're there, maybe that's where they pick up the Fisher folk because he they said that the in this story in the show Mm -hmm. the Christie's come with the Fisher folk, Mm, which makes sense, they're part of the new people that come. That's what they said, you know. I think that
0: you're right, you might be right with that. The Flora McDonald stuff opening the season because there is that scene with Roger and Tom Christie where Roger is the one that gives Tom Christie his papers and says, Welcome to the Ridge. So that that you know that
1: be they're at the party, right? And so Rogers,
0: cl- the player at the at that party, point. and that's yep. why they're
1: they're not there. He's yes. not there to handle it. Yep. Good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. When I saw that, I looked at IMDb to see if we had any mm-hmm. hints that way of who was starting in diff- starring starting in different episodes. I did also see Tony. I didn't know if we knew this that Tony was writing the the world turned upside down yes. episode. Mm-hmm. So you always know she picks, like, the the y big to-do episode, you know? Yes. So you definitely kind of know that's going to be where a lot of shit hits the fan. But anyway, um, <clears throat> uh, I forget what the hell I was going to just say before I uh, got weird. diverted.
0: Yeah, I don't remember either. <laughs> um, So I guess we'll talk about the trailer. Um, because there were a couple of, Oh,
1: I know, I know. Let me, by while there I'm thinking go. of it, nope. Nope. when I looked at IMDB to see if there was any, which, which scene, which episodes had any kind of guests or, or people that were playing and who they were playing then maybe I could piece in what was happening in mm-hmm. that episode. There wasn't a whole lot of information there, but Andrew Gower was in episode one. He was listed. So mm-hmm. I thought, Ooh, I did not know. Like, I wouldn't have thought that I would have thought like yeah. that's further in. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, "Okay, they're doing that up front, you know, so just to kind yeah. of wow people, I think, in the opening episode, like, "Whoa, you that really mark me <laughs> it really <laughs> blew my mind.
0: I was not expecting to ever see him again in the show i mean i'm I'm glad, but I just was like not expect that was one piece of news that was absolutely shocking to me,
1: and we're probably going to get the Artme flashback." Woo-hoo. In the opening, I'm excited that's about gonna that' that's going to be an echo. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Do you think they're bringing Duncan back for that? Of course, they would probably have to. Right? <laughs> I mean, ha-
0: I would be shocked if they took didn't take any opportunity to bring Myrta back for a little bit. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't think he had any like professional commitments that would prevent him from being able yeah. to come back. He was so.
1: begging for a job at the.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. Hey. Him and Steven, do <laughs> you know anybody here? Producers or hard. casting directors? <laughs> so, the trailer uh, was there in We got a lot of stuff in that trailer that I was not expecting to see until the finale or the penultimate episode. So, I was really shocked that they were showing all of that stuff. Were the you like coming after yeah, them? Yeah, right. I
1: think that's going to be in the seventh episode. I do too. So I definitely think I definitely think that. And then you saw the scene with the hand in the in the credits, and that I think is going to be in the last episode. Um, but- I'm thinking, but you think you think that's all going to be one episode? The abduction, the, the rescue, the hand of of Christie's hand on top of Claire's in the jail. Oh
0: yes, yes, in the opening credits. I don't know. I tend to think that they're going to make. Episode. I mean, and we'll dive into all of this when we go through um, but yeah, I think that they're gonna make the thing with Malva revealing Jamie's her baby daddy. (laughs) Um and her death I think Yeah, that and then she's gonna show up dead at the end of the sixth episode. And then the seventh episode I think will probably be everything with the Browns.
1: Carrie asks, why would Lord John Gray be in a party with Flor McDonald and Mr. Markney? Is he there as a spy? Okay. I don't think that number one, Flora McDonald is a royalist is a, a loyalist mm-hmm. now. You know, so it would make sense she's at a she's at a party that has red coat guards on the outside mm-hmm. of the door and has Lord John there, etc., because she's a loyalist now trying to preach against the revolution and she does a big speech about that. As far as Mr. Mark, me, he's not actually there. I think it's just going to be a flashback telling the story of how she helped him escape um, Scotland or whatever. You know, it's going to have like the story told, and we're going to like get a flashback to it with Andrew Gower in it, you know, in the little boat going through the sure. lock or whatever. Yeah. So he's not going to be at the party, but he's going to be in the episode where they're at the party, you know, because he's going to be in a flashback scene.
0: Which makes sense that Lord John would be there because obviously Lord John is a loyalist. So if they're looking for places to put Lord John in the series, that would be a logical event to have him at, I think.
1: How do we go from at the end of last season he was going back to England and now this season going to open a couple months later is yep. what I heard, like two, three months later or something. Yeah. So he couldn't kind of have went to England and come back in that amount of time. That's what so I'm just Did he like kind of take a detour, <laughs> change his mind? What's the story? <laughs> uh, how are they going to explain that one? Or are they just probably not? They're just going to whistle past it, pretend that you don't remember.
0: <laughs> right. It says a few months is what Katrina says. In her um, her character little two minute ditty that they did on each of the characters and stars.
1: Well, I heard a couple months. That's what that's what I heard. Okay. It can't be too far because look how pregnant Morrisley was. And oh she yeah, has baby, in the beginning of this season, likely. Yeah. So so it can't be too too far out because she was pretty right. pregnant. Right. You know. So. Yeah. He changed his mind. Veronica said.
0: His ship wasn't seaworthy, and he got stuck yeah. for the winter season,
1: yeah, you know his uh you know his brother like sent a thing and said, "You're not coming home yet, you need to go with a beacon appearance at this place, yeah, exactly go to this potty <laughs> potty potty
0: uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, but they're good at making excuses, you know, they make it fit what they want the story to be, so I'm sure if they wanted Lord John at that. At that gathering, they're gonna find a way to get him there, <laughs> um, even if Brie had to invent airplanes herself and fly them back and forth. you know <laughs> crazy shit happens. I was trying to think what else about the trailer
1: so there were I, mean, I just did a whole show on the trailer. I'm trying to think of what the hell I said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um we get Major McDonald, which that was not confirmed last time we did one of these, so we have Major McDonald in mm-hmm. this season, which is exciting
1: uh um, we've also confirmed that we have amy McCollum's story and her yes. son um and we don't have the story of of obadiah henderson hitting one okay. three. that's wow. not in the in the story so so i did get those two little beats confirmed when i was at ov so um and and Vancouver. and coover angela's very
0: much like more experienced at this than i am i just kind of stood there and smiled and went
1: hi <laughs> during my autograph session and she was I like i told you i said you get you get an opportunity on those autographs to have an exchange and make it count get a question ready that you want to throw out while he's signing you i was you know? so
0: nervous and like the only person that i said anything of value to was david barry and i didn't ask him anything because i knew he really couldn't tell yeah, us anything uh-huh. um but yeah i yeah <laughs> And like Stephen, oh my God! No, what well, I had good reason to be nervous around Stephen. He just is like takes any any opportunity to embarrass <laughs> you. Like, I think his goal, actually, though, to when he's see... not
1: being on, like on stage or trying to be an entertaining thing, um, like, and you're just conversing with him, mm-hmm. you know, because I like, talked with him a lot at the gardens thing, the Chigui Gardens. He's just very like not like that. He's just so nice and down to earth and just actually has a lot of poignancy to him like yeah. you know like was very moved about the homelessness and you know like it was like this whole other side that you yeah know, he's just mr calm and relaxed whereas like when he's up on stage he's like raunchy and he's like it's like this whole other side you know um wondering what the scene
0: in the trailer could be with alan christie being thrown on the ground
1: i'm the wondering steps. that too jackie yeah, I'm dying to know that. I am cool. dying to know that. I, I just think tend to believe a lot of ways to incorporate Brown yes. into and the story. They're keeping him a lot more present than he was in the book at this point. After the the abduction and all that, you didn't really see him again until he came. Well, the part where he does his declaration, you see him, mm-hmm. and then at the end when they abduct, when they take her and then they arrest mm-hmm. her. Other than that, you don't usually see him. But we've already done the abduction, so you have that's done. So they're not going to just wait and just do it for the end right They're they're looking for ways to incorporate him throughout so well i think he did something like where legal trouble wise you know that like alan got himself maybe in a fight or did something or whatever and now the committee of safety was coming after alan yep uh because
0: i think that they're gonna make alan's story bigger too because i mean Honestly, you don't get somebody like Alexander Blahas to come in and play somebody that has like a couple lines an episode. No, yeah,
1: um, they're definitely giving him more, too.
0: Yeah. So I think that they've beefed up both of those stories. So we're going to see mm-hmm. a lot more than we did in the books for both the Browns and Alan Christie. Um, so it, it didn't surprise me that we see that tension, but it looks like it happens in the first episode,
1: whatever it Why is. Why do you think that? Um think that it's the first episode,
0: um, so they said there was an article by t v Insider that had that still of everybody on the porch, and they said that was from the premiere episode, and that oh. was, yeah, and that was that scene where they drag Alan down off the porch and Jamie's standing there.
1: Everybody's hmm. in the
0: same outfits, everybody's all standing around on the porch,
1: um. Hmm.
0: And they're all looking down the drive mm. at the Browns. A lot of crap
1: up. happening in this premiere episode. Yes. it's going to be
0: like a a movie. I think <laughs> first episode. We're yeah, not I mean, used to getting ninety, 90, minute, 90 minute ones. I mean, that's yeah.
1: like God. It's like you know, luxurious <laughs> on TV to have that kind <laughs> of an episode.
0: God, and I love like to a... just
1: have a couple minutes extra over. Like, it's like we get thrilled if it's like 62 minutes or something. Like,
0: ah, two minutes. <laughs> we yeah. haven't had a genuine extended episode since A Malcolm, and uh, we haven't had a 90 minute episode since Dragonfly and Amber. So, that yeah, they don't do these very often. So, I'm excited. And I don't even to...
1: Yeah, that that was uh. I'm excited too. I'm hoping we have an extended finale too. Me
0: too. I like that Sam was like, and we're getting a couple of extended episodes. And then I think somebody said, hey, shut up. Cause he stopped saying that. Like he said that in like three or four interviews. And then all of a they're sudden- Bigger, they're
1: like bigger nothing. episodes. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> there was a quote at the end that I think of the trailer. Well, first off, we'll talk about, I told you I was going to bring this up, but uh, Tom Christie quotes the poem- for whom the bell tolls, which I posted that in the like little extras or in the thread for this event as we were building up to it. Who do you think the bell is tolling for? Because there is a literal bell tolling in this trailer yes. and I absolutely love it. It's, it's Yeah, fantastic. I just thought
1: that was really clever the way that they worked the bell tolling it at the same time that you hear Tom Christie Mm-hmm. um Quoting that, you yeah. know, so, and that was very big with the French Revolution, mm-hmm. you know, was that, was that whole, you know, poem of phrasing. So it kind of it was like another revolution that that was a high focus in. So,
0: yeah, and I like that, um, uh, Mar- has <laughs> loose lips, Donna says he does. <laughs> That's why we love him, right? That's why we're like, yeah, give us all the interviews with Sam because he always yes. is, spills the beans on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when we're talking about the little, like, character interviews, they did one with Mark Lewis Jones, who plays Tom Christie.
1: And he yep, said that... was a that, good one. Yeah. He's, he's going to be so good.
0: He, oh, I'm so excited. So all the Christie's, I think, are all the to excellent. Yeah. You
1: can just see they're, they're, they're perfect, you know? They really are.
0: Have you noticed that the only person that they haven't really done any sort of, like, She's in there a little bit, but Jessica Reynolds, who plays Malva, she's being like very under the radar, like people that don't know Mm -hmm. who she is, I think are, I think they're deliberately being sneaky with her like, oh, she's Mm -hmm. not important. You know, we don't need Mm -hmm. to like do character previews
1: on her. (laughs) <laughs> um, I know. well they didn't do a character preview on alan either not yet you know? but they've
0: done like extras with alan or with alex mm-hmm. so um like he's in there um but anyway what i was what was i discussing oh um the interview with mark lewis jones mentions that the or maybe it was the behind the scenes where they interviewed everybody, but there's a revolution beginning outside of the Ridge, but there's also, which I had to look up the word microcosm because this dude's super smart and I (laughs) didn't know what that meant. Um, But he said that the Ridge is a microcosm for what's going on in the outside world, because there's a revolution going on across the Ridge as well. And I thought Mm -hmm. that that was very interesting Mm-hmm. situation i mean it makes sense but i love that they like put those parallels in there so what do you think the do you think that the the fisher folk and the protestants versus the catholics are the primary like adjutants like, yeah do you think that's the I major think that's revolution Part of
1: it but i think there's also the people being on different sides of the war too you know as well but i definitely think you got the whole fisher folks the protestants versus the catholics um, these fisher folk that don't, that don't trust Claire because mm-hmm. of, you know, her witch, witchiness or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, yeah, you got a lot of division that you got, you know, people, you know, Malva sitting there starting trouble, you know, stirring division, you know, mm-hmm. having all the men fighting over her, <laughs> everybody punch, mm-hmm. punching everybody else out. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah,
0: I think that the the revolution on the ridge, I think it, the tensions are probably already high because Jamie is a loyalist, quote unquote. I mean, we know he's mm-hmm. not, but that's kind of the bed that he's in right now. Um, mm-hmm. I think that causes a lot of tension between his settlers and him because, I mean, we're we're off the heels of the regulation, right? So we know that people are not happy with the government at this point and we're talking about season six I think like in history is taking place around the time of all the massive stuff that's happening up in the north so the Boston Tea Party and the Boston yeah, and massacre. you know it was funny I don't
1: think it was it was called that at the time
0: I know you know what I mean I think it's
1: something history looks back and calls that that yeah. so it was funny because when they showed her the thing she says the Boston Tea Party like you know, like the gut that Major McDonald's probably thinking, what the hell are you What you the know, hell? Like, yeah, <laughs> Boston Tea Party. wouldn't uh, call it a tea party, at, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the Boston Tea Party. He's like, oh, you've heard, but yeah. it didn't say Boston Tea Party on the thing. You know what I mean? Because right. like, I sat and froze it and read the little no whatever. It it was. And so it's not like something they called it then, but she just comes right out with, "Oh, it's the Boston Tea Party." I've always I'm wondered better. if these little doesn't uh, make the wise choice sometimes.
0: <laughs> I always wonder if these like little newspapers and broadsheets are recreations of actual historical documents, mm-hmm. um, because it it's in a breath of snow and ashes. There's a uh, I forget what historical document it is that makes its way to the ridge, and Jamie has to sign uh, it, and it makes yes. its way on.
1: The one that Frank had mounted yes. in his thing. Yes, uh-huh. uh, the the. Oh. oh, what was it called? I can't remember. The Liberty... What's the That's going to bother me now. Now <laughs> yeah, it's going to bother me too. You guys know what I'm talking about? The something... Lexington Alarm. There it is. That's what yep. it is.
0: There it is. Uh, <laughs> good job. <laughs> Ten <laughs> points for Angela. <laughs> um, so I'm wondering if these... Newspapers and broadsheets that they're getting are to cer to a certain extent recreations of actual historical documents that like that we're getting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that probably not, but that would be cool. I mean, sometimes they put attention to detail to these little things in the show. Um. Oh so yeah, I, that I would, would imagine
1: cool. there was a definitely there's definitely mm-hmm. like they could pull up and get an exact. I could see them doing that. getting yeah. the exact way that it looked and re- re- mm-hmm. recreating it. You know, right.
0: Yeah. So what other historical stuff? I said the Tea Party, the Boston Massacre, we've got the Paul Revere's Midnight Ride, which wasn't even really just Paul Revere, but um, that's a whole other story. (laughs) And the battles, do the battles of Lexington and Concord happen within the time frame of book six? Uh Uh-huh. They do? Yeah. Uh So lots of, like, the the revolution by the end of season six is going to be, like,
1: in In, full swing, finally. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Well, they go back. I mean, if if it follow you know, the way it happens mm-hmm. in the book, they go back in seventy six. Okay. Remember they they had the, they had just signed the Declaration of Independence. Oh, okay. And um, they go, wasn't it seventy six that they go back? I they see him in. The,
0: I'll be honest. Him the I cover? I have a hard time remembering what happens in Yeah, year. I believe so. I mean, this is the girl so that that's thought when,
1: that... That's when Mandy is born, is 75. Okay, 76. so that makes
0: sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is the so girl that thought I think that they did that... sign the Declaration of Independence. Okay. And when Percy came in, talked to John uh, in the beginning of yeah, Echo. remember?
0: I do remember you know, and he something. said, You know,
1: have you seen this document that they've just signed or whatever like that? So, okay. And that was supposedly when he saw like on the key. When yeah. they saw the Mac on the key. So that was like, they are getting ready to leave in that yeah. in the it in the October after the Fourth of July. That that was there. You go, Jessica so says.
0: Mandy was born April twenty first of seventy six, and she remembers that because her birthday is April twenty first.
1: <laughs> yeah, they go back so. October, They go back on Halloween of nineteen seventy six, or not? Okay, seventeen seventy six. Gotcha. Um, so. So that if, if we go by that and then mm-hmm. the fire and all that crap happens at the end of the year, you know, happens in mm-hmm. in December or whatever. Yeah, um, it's December so of 76,
0: 76. Yeah.
1: So and that's where it's supposed to end Breath of Snow and Ashes. So I don't know if they're following that pattern, but that's right. it's supposed to take you to like the end of the year of 1776.
0: I think it's anybody's guess, honestly, because it really threw a wrench in the works finding out that they initially intended to have 12 episodes and they had 12 episodes written. And then they're like, you know what, we have to end it at eight. And so they had this whole arc for 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. And now, like, who knows where it's going to end, because I think it's going to make sense where they end it. But it's just like, there are so many different places that they could divide that storyline. So.
1: Mm-hmm. it depends i think if they're going to have the fire or not
0: i i agree that's why i think that no. that's the big question is are are they going to have the fire in that whole storyline are they going to end it with roger and Bree going back
1: so everybody wants to talk about lizzie in this oh, okay so i'm seeing a lot of that chatter oh yes. the board I mean, are we going to start going through each character like we? Yeah, talked that's about?
0: what I. Yep, that's what we were up to next. Okay. So, okay. yeah, um, we'll we'll just talk about Lizzie and the twins. That'll be our first first couple Oh, You want to do that first? Well, <laughs> if everybody wants to talk about it, we'll just we'll mosey right in. All right. Okay. <laughs> so Lizzie and the twins. Um, we are definitely getting that storyline because
1: absolutely
0: Paul Gorman and Caitlin O'Ryan have both. Mentioned it so, and when you watch all of the like interviews and stuff they're doing together, they are they do their interviews together.
1: Yeah, so yes, and how um, well do you know your partner, your school yes. partner? They did that, I'm like, okay, you pretty much gave that shit away, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Well, if people don't know what's what they're in for, they're not going to think anything of it. But as book readers are right. like, I see what you did there.
1: I'm wondering if they're going to do the whole Manfred, you know, with Uta attacking player. And her, mm. like, going I into, hope a, so. um, uh, I and, so. you know, Jamie kind of standing in mm-hmm. front of her, like, that whole scene.
0: Yeah, I hope that they're gonna do that. I know that the McGillivray's have been cast, because I saw it on Instagram a while ago. Um, so they're, the characters are there, but whether they're gonna be those people that, oh, and these are the McGillivray's, and then we never see them again, like, just one of those nod to the book characters, and then mm-hmm. don't really go into it. I'm not sure. I just feel like they have so much to cram into eight episodes. Like if they're, they do. if they're trimming the shoe leather away from it,
1: I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm kind of thinking that that whole, I mean, I think it would be great drama for mm-hmm. TV and it would fit in with Claire's PTSD yes. thing that, you know, they're doing for her. So I kind of feel like it fits the storyline, you know, like what mm-hmm. they're trying to focus on. Um, like her having trying yep. like especially what what Kat says her storyline is that she's not able to compartmentalize and deal yep. with things like she usually does and also that was a good example mm-hmm. of that so but at the same time they haven't introduced like the whole for thing and they got to have her break that off in enough time to then marry these guys and, and all the whole story you know so um yeah like they I, over the bugs do you think we're going to get more bug like, they're well, going kn- to develop them more?
0: I know they're there, but I don't know if they're going to be bigger <laughs> characters. I mean, they are. They're there. They're in the pictures. But that's, uh, that's really all I know. I mean, I would have thought they would have been bigger characters in season five. But then again, like, we've got Major McDonald coming into season six, who we didn't know if we were going to get or not. And by all rights, if they were going by the books, he should have been in season five, and he wasn't. So... Mm-hmm.
1: I put that okay, I'll wait. I keep wanting to tell you where I put things. So but I, I'm gonna wait. You can if <laughs> so you where, want to. Where, I put, the, where <laughs> I put the where I put the Lizzie double marriage. I put it in the Gimme Liberty. That's episode. where I put it. That's
0: where I put it. <laughs> I was like looking for all the double entendres that I could look for in these episode titles. That totally
1: would like fit. Like she wants her liberty to do what she wants to do. Yeah. So I totally think it's going to go in there. Plus, it like gives her enough time to get to. If Mm -hmm. like you think that other scene is is her going into labor. I know you think that Mm -hmm. that that part in the trailer where you see her bent over. Was it the trailer? Yeah. Um. If that's the case, and we're going to say that the world turned upside down is the Malva accusation mm-hmm. that give me Liberty is right before that. And Malva is in that scene. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's going to happen earlier in the episode where she's doubled over. I kind of thought it was an attack, a malaria attack. Okay. I mean, that could happen at any time, but
0: right. Uh I just didn't know if they were going with the whole malaria storyline for Lizzie. Cause we haven't had it mentioned so far. Right. Um, so that's what, yeah, because I had thought that too. But then I was like, well, they haven't mentioned it yet. So I don't know if that's something that they have just dropped from that character. Because the person that they cast to play Lizzie is not the frail little thing that no, we have yeah, in the book. They
1: really had hardly mentioned right. um, her. Although they did mention it. Like she said, I have some Jesuit mm-hmm. bar for yeah Lizzie that that will help her or something mm-hmm. like that. So they did talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, but true. they haven't made a big deal out of it, where she just totally drops out, you know. Right. And whatever. Yeah. But I'm, that's I'm thinking true. it's got to be early enough that Malba would be in that scene where she's having an issue. Mm-hmm.
0: I um, agree, and that that fit with what I was thinking because I, in the books storyline, the stuff with uh, the amoeba, I think is going to mm-hmm. happen in Hour of the Wolf, which is the fourth episode. So. Um, Okay, where do I
1: have that? Yeah, I have Claire's sickness in the Mm -hmm. Hour of the Wolf. Yes. I Um, have uh Hour of the Wolf. I said Ian's backstory. mm -hmm. I actually have some information on that. The phrase hour of the wolf is first used in the chapter where Ian recalls what happened the night his baby daughter Yaksa was stillborn. Mm -hmm. Um and then it says French a French trader who had come to their fire, had called such a time such a light the hour of the wolf and for good reason it was the hunting time this is the quote from the book Mm -hmm. it was the hunting time when the night grows dim and the faint breeze that comes before the light begins to rise carrying the scent of prey okay um and and that chapter is from winter wolves in breath of snow and ashes when he goes to see the the woolly mammoth thing um And it says, um, so that chapter is about Ian and Rollo. They're in the woods where they encounter a wolf just after Emily goes into labor and Ian's grieving. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's going to include that whole backstory. Um, They may do it as a flashback instead of the whole hunting trip with Briggs like the whole yeah. camping trip with Bree. Which well, I wish they would do the camping trip with Bree, but maybe they didn't want to deal with that as much. Um so or he could go with her to and then tell her and see it in flashback. Right? Okay. Yeah. You know.
0: That makes sense. I figured it had something there was some reference to the books, uh but just out of curiosity, I actually googled Hour of the Wolf. Uh-huh. Um and in mythology, the Hour of the Wolf is the time between Midnight and dawn, where right. most people die. So, if we're talking oh. about a amoeba epidemic,
1: yeah, yeah, that's so true. double I entendre do therapy. The epi- well. Yeah, yes. I think, yeah, yes, and I do think that's going to happen where you see her dealing with her sickness, mm-hmm. and at the same time, you see the whole backstory of Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I have in that one?
0: Uh, I had the whole Jamie and Fergus scene by the creek when he tries to kill himself. That was the only other thing that I was like, okay, we know that's in there and it's probably going to be in that episode.
1: Oh, you think it's going to be in that episode?
0: Yeah, because, well, just because in the books that happens while Claire is sick.
1: True. That's true.
0: But if they choose to move it so that, because they have said that these episodes really center around couples. Like, everybody's in every episode, but certain plots focus on certain couples more heavily. Um And at Outlandish Vancouver, Fergus and Marcelli's, um It was said that Fergus and Marsley's storyline... Well, at least I'm assuming so. Because Lauren and Cesar said that it was either episode two or three that was their favorite episodes for their characters. So... Since those are probably very heavy Fergus and Marsley episodes, it would also make sense that all of that stuff would be in those episodes. But it just depends on if they're going by book timeline or if they're trying to like, okay, this is going to be a Fergus and Marsley episode. And then this is going to be a Roger and Brianna episode, so on and so forth.
1: Well, I see, I see um, a couple people here on the board, Amanda and Joan, are asking about the haircut. Yes, I do believe she's getting her haircut because you. Can... I did a whole trailer uh, show on all my shows and um, I did like every little freeze frame of the trailer and uh, you can freeze frame and see mm-hmm. that she had, when the crowns are attacking. Oh crap. Sorry about that. Forgot sorry. to hold on. <laughs> okay. So when they do the trailer, I'm sorry, what was I saying? Um, When, when I covered the trailer, I freeze mm-hmm. framed on a spot where you saw, when the Browns were attacking the house to try to get her, which I think is going to happen in episode seven, Mm -hmm. her hair was like grown out. Like it looked like a curly bob, you know, like you could see it was, she was back against the wall and she was kind of in shadow. So they were trying not to show it. But those of you that, you know, like that know (laughs) or looking for it, you can see that it's kind of like a blunt cut in here where it was growing back out. That would have been like, if it happens as we think, then it would be like three episodes later. So she would be right like having had her hair would be uh grown, grown back mm-hmm. out at that point. Yeah. So I do think that she will.
0: I thought it just looked like her, like she had it pulled back, but her hair was coming down. So I could see it. Yeah, either way. I, I,
1: def, I think it's definitely that her hair is shorter there.
0: Yeah, it could be. Ooh. And that's what I didn't really think twice about it until you said something. And then I was like, well, yeah. so i guess we'll find out and then there's another
1: spot that i said veronica but i think it's in a different trailer or something it's in a mm-hmm. different clip um where she freeze framed and you could definitely see her hair oh, okay. was cut there you know it was like in a mm-hmm. shorter stage um oh, okay. but it was like a literally like a millisecond just a of second a frame. Yeah. so you know you it, she was basically leaning against the the porch or something and she kind of went like this and you saw like outside. So it was like oh. more better light, you know. Right. And you could see, but it was like such a fraction of time yeah. that you know, like if yeah. you didn't catch it right on that frame, you weren't gonna see it. <laughs> yeah. Um The um, Claire so. Poisoning, what F. We think it's going to be episode four. four.
0: Episode four. Um, I would I would almost spend money on it. Go ahead. Do
1: look. you want me to tell you what I'm thinking for the episodes? Or do you sure. wanna continue talking about the characters?
0: Um, I feel like we could just talk about the characters as we talk about the
1: episodes. Okay. and right, Because so we
0: can explain why we think certain things are going to be in certain episodes.
1: Okay. And like I said, I don't, we don't know. This is just our spitballing. Um, I wish
0: I had all the behind the scenes deets,
1: but. Yes. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> so for echoes. And I said, You know, 90 minutes, FYI, Andrew Gower's listed for this episode. Mm -hmm. As I said, each character's haunts, you know, um, and echoes of their past, you know, are in this episode. So I think this episode will see Tom come to the ridge. I think Brown will be making an appearance in this episode somehow, some way. Which you're saying, that's definitely Mm -hmm. true because you're saying that scene comes from episode one. Um, the decision to build the church happens then because we see that happens when Mark says, when, uh, Mr. Christie says, you know, you didn't build your house for God, you know, you, you should build a house for God before you build a house mm-hmm. for yourself or something like that. And he's kind of saying that as they, he's interviewing to come and stay there, you know, cause Roger mm-hmm. answers them. We don't have a church, yep. you know? And so like, I think they make the decision to start building a church. So I think that happens um in the first episode do you think um, that the
0: decision for roger to become a minister kind of starts to happen in that episode as well or do you think that's i
1: put i put that roger preaches and, and i said this is what i have for um wait a minute let me finish this okay, and then yeah, i yeah, go ahead i said so flora might be in this episode uh it would be a, an echo of the past the Fisher folk come. I think henry Christian is born in this episode. In Allegiance, episode two, I think that's where you start to get the Indian Agent story starts to come into play. Fractures on the ridge, torn loyalties. Um Fergus is starting to have his issues because if the baby was born in the first episode, um starting. Because if they said that their story was a lot two and three. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm thinking that. Um, that's when you're going to see a lot of, like that's going to start. You're going to start seeing him spiral or whatever. Um, And then I said I think that the tar and feather scene comes into play in that episode, Um, and we start to see the divided loyalties on the ridge between the Protestants and the Catholics. Then <clears throat> for temperance, I said Fergus' story is now in high gear. Roger preaches his. his first message or whatever. We get the surgery scene with Tom, I put for that one. The surgery, hand surgery thing, that whole scene. Um uh, we start to see the Amy, Amy uh and Mac rumors I put. And I said, and then Roger reveals his calling to Brie. So I put that in that episode. And then I said in surgery with a question mark. Because okay. I think we're going to get that. You know, his mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if we're going to have the whole thing happened with Malva, with the sickness thing, I think that, that has to happen before that, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking Aiden's surgery will be in episode three.
0: Yeah. And there was a still that we got from, I don't know what episode it's from, but it was Bree and Claire standing in Claire's surgery. And you can see the Whatever Claire uses to put people to sleep, Jesus, I can't think. Ether. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I know this is pretty common knowledge. I'm, I'm like stretching. Um, you can see all the the glass work for the ether set uh, up on yeah, that yeah. counter. So, yeah,
1: I really think we're going to see that. I think that's all going to be part of episode three,
0: because I think um, that that is the same scene that Claire is talking to Bree, and she says, "You can't be afraid." um of who you are. I think that's all that same scene because uh what was it in the teaser trailer? Was it in the teaser trailer or the actual trailer? We actually see a little we see Claire saying that and she's talking to I believe she's talking to Bree. Bree, yeah.
1: Yeah. Is there anything that you think differently or you want me to tell you um, mine and you're gonna tell me yours? I you was
0: think? I think that Roger Roger becoming a minister is likely or like declaring his intent. Um, might happen in the second episode versus the third. Um, okay. and I was also debating where we see Henri Christian get tossed in the river because I think that's all going to be one episode. That's all going to like Roger's intent to become a minister is going to happen around the same time as the incident with Henri Henri Christian.
1: Um, yeah. So I was I trying, trying to think that's all going to happen in three. You do. Um, I do. And then the. Because I think that's, they have, the I, the, the 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 rumors with Amy mm-hmm. happen, that kind of fuels, it fuels him to explain why he's doing what he's doing and is feeling the need to help them and all of that kind of stuff. And then him explaining it um, mm-hmm. to, to Brianna. So I'm kind of thinking it's going to end that, that, you know, and then we get the whole thing with Aiden's surgery. hmm and I think at that point, you start seeing Malva starting to, because she threatens him, remember, to expose yeah. him and Amy, you know, mm-hmm. Um, and they'll all believe me and all that kind of shit. So I think there, um, I, I kind of think all that's going to happen there, because if we, we're assuming that the Amoeba thing happens, mm-hmm. like, I think, I think that has to happen. If it happens in four, then all the other stuff that happens has to be three. You know, to comment right. because that has happened before that, you know, yeah, um, so
0: I think that you're right about temperance being a Ferguson Marsley centric episode, and I also put that we should expect Tom Christie's hand surgery to happen in temperance, um okay,
1: yeah, that's what I put too, yeah, so with Tom,
0: yes, um, as far as allegiance, I also think that we're gonna start to see a little bit of young Ian's story. Not in depth, but I we're gonna so, we're gonna see him his struggle a little bit because I think that the Indian agent theme storyline is gonna become prevalent in Allegiance, and I think we're gonna start to see because John Bell said in an interview that in this season we see how young Ian's allegiance between his family and the Native Americans kind of butt heads a little bit. And he said by the end of the season, he's definitely, like, secure in his path forward with his family. But I think that right. with all the Indian agent things coming up, I think that's going to stir up some real stuff for him to deal with.
1: So I said Hour of the Wolf. I said "Ian's backstory. I said the beach scenes that we keep seeing. Yeah, I think whatever the, the heck that. those are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that I... I and I said... Claire's sickness um Ian recalls the story of his daughter and and the whole what happened I think that all comes out in Hour of the Wolf we're gonna see the whole thing with Emily and the whole Mm -hmm. you know when she loses the baby like all that stuff all the story Um, with
0: Sun Elk and all of that I think we will probably yeah I agree
1: and then I said forgive me liberty I said this is when Jamie makes his declaration Mm -hmm. and we get that scene with McDonald and Brown remember Mm -hmm. that scene um, where, you know, he's kind of in the position of having to protect McDonald, but at the same time, declare that he's a, he's for liberty. That has to happen after the scenes with the torn Feather, way after. Yeah. So that's why I think the Tarn Feather thing happens in episode two. Okay. Especially if they're already in, like if they actually have the whole floor McDonald thing and they're already in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like, that's when it happened. It happened when he was in town for that barbecue. Well, I almost think that
0: the tar and feather scene might happen in the premiere then.
1: Because
0: I think that if you're putting all of the Jamie Fraser Indian agent and Protestant versus Catholic tension into allegiance, that they're already going to have to be back on the ridge for all of that. So Mm -hmm. I almost think that the tar and feather thing might happen in the first episode. Um, but I do, I do think you're right about the declaration for liberty. And the funny, the funniest thing about that scene is Jamie finally, like, this is his grand moment. He's like, I'm for liberty. And nobody believes him. Like, both sides think that he's, like, trying to pull the wool over the other's eyes. I do you think that me the Give Me Liberty. make
1: for matches in Hour of the Wolf. Oh, okay. I put that too. Yeah. Because okay. then I think her baby, like, she becomes pregnant in Give Me Liberty is what That's... I think. Okay. So and that has happened after the matches. So okay. that's why I think it's going to work out that way.
0: Yeah. I was also thinking that, um, give me Liberty might be where the Indian agent storyline wraps up. And Jamie okay. has that scene yes, where he's the talking to the chief and he says, whoever says, you fight for,
1: fight, fight, for, for, yourself. fight for yourself. Yes. Yeah. I think you're right about that. Um, and, uh, so I have also be brief, pregnant Lizzie, double, double marriage, all that I have for. Gimme Liberty episode.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. Me too. The world turned Um, upside down is the Malva accusation. And I also think she's going to die at the end of that episode. Like, I think that's all going to be one episode.
0: Yep. I think it's all going to be, I think the beginning is going to start out like this typical everyday, like every day on Fraser's Ridge. And then it's going to be the whole declaration and all the fallout with that it we're we know we're getting that scene at the spring with Jamie and Claire because that whole quote was at the end of the trailer where she says you know none of us are supposed to be here and we're all here because I loved you and if I'm I'm not prepared to admit that you're that type of person so yeah I think that I'm really excited for that episode. Like, I think that's going to be just a knock your socks off
1: episode. Oh, my gosh. Very, very good. Um, so World Turned Upside Down is that episode. Um, then Death, I like said Tony wrote it. So it's going to be the big pivot episode. Do you think um, we're going
0: to find out ahead of time that Alan kills her? Do you think that's going to be something we'll learn after the fact?
1: Oh, I think they I think that would be. A shame if they did that i know they I, think so too. Thing. I think that reveal is so unbelievable when it ha- like when you get that reveal in the book and he's like starts to you're talk like, and say this story you're like are you effing serious you let your dad
0: like turn himself in to protect you like oh my god you oh he don't a give sh- a
1: shit about his dad they they didn't like him so
0: i like tom uh, <laughs> I no
1: mean, they I think- didn't
0: oh yeah
1: they didn't alan had no he didn't give a shit about Tom.
0: No, Alan doesn't He's give a gladly. shit about anybody. <laughs> Alan gives I a said, shit
1: about Alan. That's it. <laughs> I said six and stones. The Frasers are under accusation and rumors. Constantly people calling them names, calling them murder, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The Browns come to take Claire. And if they show that where she gets taken off, we'll probably get the stoning scene where the kid starts trying to throw rocks at her and stones at her and stuff cuz it kind of fits so, with the title, you know. Um yeah.
0: No, I 100% agree on that. Whenever I saw that title, I was like, yeah, that's what's in episode. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're also going to I think they're going to glaze over everything that happened in the jail with that lady and i think that the governor storyline yeah, that's coming out as well that's
1: coming out too yeah um, i believe i agree what well, i mean that doesn't look anything like try on palace so i hope that they no. don't like yeah. do that you know because that right be, yeah I'd rather than just take it out
0: yeah me too um so i think that they will probably do the whole thing with um them kind of jumping jamie and like absconding with claire but I think Tom will go after her, but I think he'll just come to her at the, at the jail. That's what right. I think.
1: Um,
0: I'm also now, wondering. Now, do
1: you think that's going to happen in Sticks and Stones too, or do you think it's all going to be in the finale? That Tom, this... I have the T- Claire's Rescue happens in the finale, Tom's sacrifice in the finale, Mandy's birth, Alan's death. And then I put fire question mark. Like, I don't know if, like, we're going to end with that because I I still remember Richard saying, yeah, you know, you and your matches is what starts everything or something like that. And you Sam know. said Sam something. Said it. That, yeah, Sam yeah. said it, yes. like it's The matches hurtful. that blew we up the to... ridge. Yeah, and I was like.
0: Yeah, I, I think that they're going to have that. but And I think that's going to be in the finale. Um,
1: yeah, like, we'll end with the house one in thing flames. That Maybe I tell the end with the house in flames.
0: One thing that I was toying with because I couldn't figure out in the grand scheme of the house. Yes, Angela,
1: I love that line too. What'd she say when he says? He, she says, "I love that book review on Ian. He's right. He couldn't have about live. Like, yep. I can't live. I can't live." And he's like, "Right? No, nope. can't live. Nope." <laughs> well, it's so <laughs> funny because I, was I talking... love Ian. He is just so blunt when he murders people.
0: I was talking to my brother about the cause he's rewatching. He hadn't watched season five since it came out. And uh so he was re watching in preparation for season six. And I he's... love that
1: your brother watches the show with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't yeah. see a lot of guys that would like watch a show. He with loves their sister it. Like yeah. That. Yeah. No, we I actually
0: watched Journey Cake and Never My Love together last weekend. <laughs> but um it's funny because he said he loves Ian's character because whenever he leaves in season four, he's really just so young and naive, really. And he's a boy. And then when he comes back, he's like, you can just tell. Like Ian's been through some shit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. you don't know the half of it. Like it is, <laughs> you're about to be thrown down the rabbit hole in this season, I think. <laughs> like, but he said he, he really appreciated how John Bell plays that because even without knowing, for sure what happened. You can just tell like in his mannerism. So I thought that was cool. Anyway, so all that aside in sticks and stones, this is where I'm torn because it all depends on where they're going to end the season. And I know Casey's like, I need to know what's happening. Now. <laughs> she says, I'm very interested to see where this season ends off. Most endings haven't had any major what's happening next. But I think this one will in part because of how it's cut
1: veronica has a good point too because it could be that C that was originally planned to be the ending mm-hmm. was that the fire happened after mm-hmm. they went back and all when there was 12 episodes and yeah. they might have truncated that out so sam knows that that eventually happens but maybe it doesn't actually happen yeah in this season now that it's only eight episodes
0: well and that's why i'm wondering
1: because i don't think that roger and Bree are going back at the end of this season because i think it would feel too repetitive now if they ended the season with them going back after they ended last season with them almost going back, Mm -hmm. it just feels like it would be, okay, we're doing this again. I think that it would be good for them to distance Mm -hmm. that into the next season. You know, what do you think?
0: I'm just so torn because I was thinking, so in the books, the reason that Roger and Bree don't go after Claire, like they're not there on the Ridge because Roger's at seminary or whatever. And
1: and the whole body is that
0: Brie is at Jocasta's and gets kidnapped, which they included in season five. So they've got to have some reason that Roger and Brie are not able to go with them. So that's why I was wondering if maybe they might have
1: changed that
0: or the baby might be born before all this happens. I mean, they can't go traipsing across the country with a newborn.
1: I mean, everybody needs to like understand, like, they ha- they do rearrange the orders oh, yeah. of things. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not like just because in the book something happens after something else doesn't mean yeah that they're necessarily going to follow that. They're going to jigsaw it around, you know? Yeah. And
0: uh, I'm just like, if Tom Christie still goes and saves Claire, like, it's a heck of a lot more difficult to pull Claire away from Bree Roger and Jamie then it is just Jamie. So that's what makes me think that for one reason or another, it's not going to be for the same reasons it was in the book, but for one reason or another, it's just Jamie and Claire that end up going. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm trying yeah, to figure they out. they don't have
1: the support around them.
0: Exactly. So that's why I'm trying to figure out what happens with that. And if Bree and Roger are still there, which I'm guessing they will be, but what reasoning they're going to have for it, I guess.
1: Unless Bree goes with Roger. Do you think they do you think they go back this season?
0: I tend to I mean, think we know that the they're baby not is
1: born. Yes. Because she said that. She, yes. you know, kind of let that out. So no. it's not that we she goes and ends the season still pregnant. Like right. that's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that they're gonna shuffle things around. I think that Bree and Roger um are probably still gonna be there at the end of the season um mm-hmm. primarily because i think that initially when it was 12 episodes they were going to end the season with them going back when it was 12 mm-hmm. episodes but um i think that with it being eight fire episodes, after they went back that's what i don't think i think the fire will be before they go back i think that's oh, one of really? the things they're going to change yeah because i mean oh, just as another space. i don't know i would but,
1: i wouldn't like that because i kind of like the them getting the news when they're back, and then seeing, know. you know, and then him saying to her, So it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, it's Mama's fault. She made the ether. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to get Donner back in this season? The guy that played Donner, it all
0: depends on if they're. I think that's all going to depend on if they burn the house. If they don't burn the house this season, then I think they'll push it all to season seven. With that whole story. Um, and if they don't. How about Go
1: ahead. The gold. I'm sorry. I didn't mean you to. No, the gold storyline. Are they going to. That's the wild card. That up again. It? Yeah. I well, was just, just wondering like, what you thought.
0: We still have no clue. We know Maria Doyle Kennedy's in this season. But still no clue on what the heck she's doing there. I mean. Yeah, that, that's
1: the only especially thing. Especially with I... that party not being at her house. It's like. That's the only thing that I can
0: think. Is that. That's why Maria Doyle Kennedy is in this season because they're bringing the gold into it. But then if that's the case, why on earth, like you said, would they not have the Flora McDonald party at Jacasta's?
1: Yeah. You know, they, when you show, saw her being interviewed, mm-hmm. um, it, they did like her little, whatever in the little piece that mm-hmm. they did. Yeah. You saw her talking mm-hmm. on the set, the Fraser Ridge set. hmm yeah. So if if they actually like film that when she was on set, you know, which looks nope. like it is, you know, the the house, the the um river run is a whole different set. Yeah. You know, like she would she would be in a different oh, place. Yeah. If they, if they, if they, so for her to be at the ridge, maybe it's just the part where she comes there and leaves is leaving. That's what maybe I'm that's thinking. Yeah. Shown. Maybe
0: maybe it's just them deciding to sell. But now it's like
1: kind of they've like wrecked so much with Ulysses already gone. Like. Yeah, the Phaedra's not that. Like, there's so much about Jocasta's storyline that has been trashed. Regina says, "So
0: many good possibilities. Who's gonna make the bingo card to see which predictions come true?"
1: <laughs> we should do that. We, we should. should do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what is who get who gets what? We can have if, like uh, a pool.
1: We can have the yeah. Outlander season six pool. You know. Yeah, um, and
0: at the end, we'll see who had the most predictions that were right.
1: Mm-hmm. Winner gets bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> um, the David Berry interview was also on the Ridge set. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was.
0: I love that. Tell them about your story with David at Outlandish Vancouver. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, David's like the one person that, you know, he's much more reserved in person and he's much more tight lipped. You know, you can't get him to slip with things, you know, when you're trying to, you know, get information out of him. And so I went up to him in the autograph line because I I say something to everybody in the autograph line. Some either try to fish information. I know he's a lost cause to fish information (laughs) from, you know, so I don't try to just basically said something to him. And I said, um, I said, Oh, I said, I just wanted to let you know. I said, I'm so excited. And he goes, Oh, good. I said, No, I'm so excited because, um, I said, a lot of the fans were really upset when, you know, there was, for a while, we thought you weren't coming back uh, for season six or for period, you know? And and I know the fans were really upset. So it was like, so ha- we were all so happy to see that you're back for season six, you know? He said, I'm back for season six? And I said, yeah, we know you're in the season. And he goes, I, didn't, I don't know about that. I don't think so. And I said... <laughs> I gave him the look. I gave him the, dude, let it go, dude. You know, we know. You know, look on my face. And I said, we know you're in the season. You're in the trailer. If you're in the trailer, you're in the season. You're in all the little promo stuff. I'm in the trailer. Yes. He goes, what am I doing in the trailer? I said, you're walking through this party that's at this house with big, this blue house. I said, we know. You're in the, so he's like, there must've been a line that got crossed. But I'm thinking he meant by that is that that wasn't supposed to be, he wasn't supposed to be visible in the trailer. And then somehow, so it was supposed to be a reveal that he was in it. And so he was told it kind of put him in a position where he was told not to say anything, but then they go and put him in the trailer. Wow. So it kind of put them in a bad spot, you know, where like, oh, yeah. people like we saw you in the trailer and he's like, can't say that he's in it. And he looks like, feels like a stupid ass, you know? It's just
0: funny because that part in the trailer, you can't really see that it is Lord John. Like, it's basically the neck up. But the tell for that is the official image that they released of David Barry for his birthday that says, Happy birthday, David Barry, is Mm -hmm. Lord John in that exact same same costume. Yes. So, you Mm -hmm. know, it's him. And so I'm like, they literally either they want us to figure it out or they just have no concept of how detail oriented.
1: They don't understand are. how yes, they don't get that, you know, we're we recognize every yes. I mean, look at the, the trailer show I did. I literally mm-hmm. went on Zoom, if for those of you that missed it, I went on Zoom and I literally showed every single yep. frame of the trailer and discussed what this is, what this is, every little nuance. Yeah, if they don't understand we're nuts. <laughs> <They> <laughs> we don't can't pull we're nuts. over our eyes. People. No, we're going to see it all. You know, yes. you want to hide it, then don't put it in the trailer. Otherwise, we're going to spot it. If it's there, we're going to put the pieces
0: together. Like Exactly.
1: Especially the book readers that know what they're looking for. Exactly. Stuff, you know.
0: For the finale, though, I literally have no idea. It's a complete wild
1: card I was going to her. ask you what you think. She says it's fantastic. but I'm you sure know, what it is. It, yeah. What what do you think is going to be included and what do you think is going to be held off? I have no idea.
0: And that's why I'm like, I think maybe like halfway through the season, I will have a better idea of what we're looking at. But yeah. because they've trimmed the season and then they took some stuff out of the episodes nine through 12 that they had written and they put it in the other eight episodes and they're going to restructure what was left from nine through 12 and incorporate it in season seven. It's just like, I don't know. (laughs) I've thought about this at length. I'm like there it's like season five. And I know you probably remember us discussing it. We knew me and you had it pegged. We're like, this is what they're going to do with the Browns and it's going to end with players (laughs) assault. Like we knew. And I, yeah. I have no idea with this one. It's a whole new experience for me. I have no idea where this is going.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I think the idea that it's truncated is making it hard to, because oh, yeah. we don't know what they pushed off, what they kept mm-hmm. in, what they're, you know, I do think we're going to see Mandy born because mm-hmm, that's sure. been revealed. I am not alone. That's another thing. What do you think the title is about there? The I am So alone.
0: what I was thinking it might be is, if Donner comes back, it's the idea that
1: oh, Hillary says they're doing it just to stop us. <laughs>
0: um, I think that it might be like the idea that there's like a whole, whole bunch of time travelers out there that like nobody knows about. I mean, Donner thought he was all alone until he found Claire, you know? So that could oh. be it. Um, but there was also a line from the from Journey Cake last episode or last season that sticks in my head for some reason, where Jamie tells Claire, "Neither one of us are alone." After Roger and Bree leave, and so that is that line is sticking in my head, especially when Matt Roberts oh, is so like, "You think It'll...
1: that might be that that they leave?" Yeah, that, you know, like indicates that they leave because and...
0: it's because Matt Roberts had an interview where he was like. It'll all make sense when you see next season why we did it that way. And yeah. so that's why I, something's niggling. It's like something. Well, the thing is,
1: is uh, to me, it makes it worse though. If like they leave and then they don't leave and then they leave yeah. at the end of this one. I just feel like it, it, they, they kind of, but I'm thinking what he means by that is that now that they know they're meant to be here now mm-hmm. this season, they're finding their way. Right. You know, I don't think they needed to do this whole fake out thing. To no, do that. to I, do that. I hated no. that whole choice. I hated I that choice. I was so
0: confused. I was like, and this again well, is they what...
1: they wanted you to be confused. Well, they this wanted fake out.
0: It's what I told my brother, I said, because it's basically negated everything that actually happens at the end of book six. Because they took all of that stuff and they threw it at the end of season five. And now how are they going to make Brie and Roger go back? Like... Yeah, it's going like... to be repetitive or
1: mm-hmm.
0: not going to happen. Like what? Like that, that can't happen. So
1: no, because you said that they definitely are doing the whole lollipop thing in season seven. You said that they yes. are booked up, right? Yeah. So isn't it you that told me that, that, yeah, that they've like was, settled out?
0: Yeah. I was there at Mid Hope Castle this summer when I went to Scotland right. and they said that they are outlander will be filming at Mid Hope Castle this summer. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um so it's for sure. It's just whether or not it's going to be the 18th century or the 20th century storyline that they're filming at Midhope Castle, or if it's going to be both. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. the
1: reason is the reason is Mandy. Yes, but that doesn't mean it has to happen that necessarily way this season.
0: And also, speaking of things that they could change, yes, the reason that they go back in the books is Mandy, but doesn't necessarily mean it'll happen that way in the show either. I mean, I
1: I imagine it still will happen that way, but I don't know for sure if it's going to happen this season or next. That's what I don't... Oh, so a scene that we do get in the trailer,
0: which I think is going to factor in, is um, the hot barn sex scene between Jamie and Claire, hot barn sex part two, and I'm hoping they get it right this time. But I think the the peeping Tom on that. I think that's how she knows that Jamie's got a mark on Thank his backside.
1: Agree. The hot porn sex, I keep seeing you talking about that. Where are you seeing that scene? Just because you see Malva looking? No. You so assume that she's looking at their hot sex?
0: I think it's all the same scene because in the trailer, that final sex scene you get in the trailer with Jamie and Claire going at it and Jay- or Claire's unbuckling Jamie's pants and everything. This is where it gets super obsessive of me. But if you freeze it and you look at the background, it's all, it's that new set. The stables in that scene.
1: So then
0: also in the trailer, we get another angle of Malva in the stables looking at Yeah, I didn't know that was
1: the stables. I didn't realize that was the stables. I thought she was in the house.
0: No, I'm pretty sure it's the stables.
1: Um, The other thing is um, that I wanted to mention to you is we're definitely getting the Indian girls tormenting Jamie in bed because we saw that scene where he comes home and he's like all over her kiss and she's like well I'm glad you missed me <laughs> that kind of lets you know they're doing the Indian lassies in uh, his bed
0: is hilarious
1: <laughs> I know so definitely I love that and I love Ian that just
0: like oh there's two of them <laughs> It's not There's not one, there's two. The other one's down at your feet
1: waiting her turn. <laughs> and I love how Ian is just tormenting him, you know? know. Ian! He's like, Ian! Tell Ian, him to go! <laughs> there is a woman, a naked woman in my bed. Oh, there's two, actually. <laughs> the other one's down by your feet. Two, what do they think I am? Oh, my
0: God.
1: I hope they just do it all verbatim.
0: We did get a scene of... Um... The opening scene, it looked like what was going to be the opening scene from A Breath of Snow and Ashes where Ian's walking through the woods with Rolo and then um, there's also scene. And the people shooting. he turns yeah, yeah. around
1: and he like doesn't. I was wondering what that was. Is that what you think it is? I think
0: it is. Yeah, I think it's all. Okay. Because then in the like character interview thing with uh, John Bell it had them walking through the woods together. So I think that's all part of it. Like ian walking with rollo through the woods and then him hiding behind that tree with all those guys shooting at him i think that's probably all of that
1: yeah because, I guess. but he didn't actually he was hiding before but he never actually had contact with them before did he
0: no and, but i think yeah, it could
1: that yeah
0: i think anything to get some action in there so i think they might have changed it i could be wrong but that's kind of what i thought of when i saw that
1: I agree, Casey. That was what made it funny was Ian tormenting him about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. That was so funny. See if there's anything that we
0: haven't talked about that's in our... I think we Uh, covered it all. Is there anything else you wanted to do?
1: Is there anything that you think for the episodes? I know that you said uh, where, you know, do you think Mandy's birth will be in the finale? I mean, I think if we get, she's pregnant in four, we have to have time for her to go through being pregnant.
0: Yeah. Um, I know I was messaging you last night. I was like, I have no idea where the max fit into this. Like, I know they're going to be in there, well, but I, don't I, know where I the...
1: tried to, I tried to like put in when I think he's going to get his, his, um, mm-hmm. declare that he's going to be a minister where mm-hmm. she invents the matches.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, um all of that.
0: <clears throat> I think that she might announce that she's pregnant. Because I'm trying to think, whenever they find the family in the cabin, I think that we see part of that in the in the trailer, but we don't know that's what that is. When Claire's looking all distraught, she's out behind some build- outbuilding that we've never seen before. It looks like a cabin, um, but it's not any set that we've seen. Um, I think that that might be that scene like after they find that family all in really bad shape
1: uh okay um, that makes sense that's why you saw brianna like looking all distressed. yes i think it's know? all yeah. the
0: same i think it's from that that scene um
1: so that would also be in um
0: i think that's at the beginning of hour of the wolf
1: hour of the wolf okay um so um,
0: i i think what, that Bri. how about
1: bobby higgins are we gonna get Bobby Higgins? Well, if we
0: have Amy McCallum, it stands to reason that we would get Bobby Higgins.
1: We should have Bobby Higgins, especially now reading Bees, like he continues to get increase mm-hmm. in the story. Right. Like they can't just shouldn't just not have him.
0: Right. Um, so I think that we will get him. Um, and I was looking the the behind the scenes stuff that they posted a long time ago with the now filming, like that happened way last year.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Production where, is underway.
0: Yeah, where that Ian bit. is in a fight with somebody, but that person that he's fighting, doing that fight scene with, is not Alexander Blahos. If you look at that freeze frame, but doesn't Dude, Ian wait. get in a fight with Bobby in the books? Uh-huh. So that's what I was thinking. That might be it. Because it shows Ian in a fight with somebody with dark hair that's a younger guy, and I didn't recognize that guy, so I think that might be Mm -hmm. who that is.
1: Oh, okay. right. But I definitely want them to to give Bobby, and maybe that's part of what we do with with Lord John. I think so. Because Lord John has to give him, has to give Brianna the the sulfur stuff, or the stuff to make Mm -hmm. the matches. um, And the whatever it was that she, he gives her. um, Mm -hmm. And has to get phosphorus that's stuff, what it is. phosphorus Phosphorus. thank you yeah. and has to get um brianna uh claire the shit to make her ether mm-hmm. so maybe that's all part of them seeing maybe john you know, comes back and then from he the brings party with Flora bobby McDonald.
0: maybe john comes back with them from the
1: floor mcdonald's a lot yeah sir yeah. gives a lot you know he comes <laughs> when he gives a bobby he yeah. gives him you know uh whatever you just said what was the name of it again phosphorus, phosphorus and the sulfuric acid sulfuric for, acid for all um, kinds of crazy Claire. chemicals he's they're just probably like what just the hell they're gifts a lot big time yeah I bring people I bring chemicals I bring it all <laughs> astrolabes <laughs>
0: I was kind of sad that they didn't Chested. have
1: the astrolabe Chested. being Chested. from Willie. yeah
0: but you know I guess it's okay
1: anyway, will they surprise so... us with the Willie?
0: I think that was okay. their original intent when it was going to be 12 episodes. And I think that's one of the things that got shoved to season seven. I think that that is my thought. I think that we were originally going to get him in six. And that's one of the things that I honestly think that might've been Diana's episode that yeah. she wrote.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um Angela says here that that would give the Browns a reason to come to the Ridge. They're looking for Bobby, mm-hmm. you know, because they have an attitude about him with the, yeah. and the, I agree. Laura,
0: William needs to meet Bree before they go back.
1: So although he doesn't now because she knows about him because they've kind of undercut that story. That was the whole point was that she realizes she has a brother and battles about whether to tell him the truth and all that other kind of, like they've kind of cut the legs out from under them under that by having her find out all about it ahead of time
0: I'm I'm gonna refrain from commenting on that because it's gonna have bees spoilers in it so (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you've Mm -hmm. gotten that far so I'm not gonna comment
1: on it okay that's I've gotten that far you mean a bees yes oh
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what why. I is, what spoilers. are you spoiling with me about season six? No bees. <laughs> that's why I said I'm gonna refrain from commenting about the Brianna Williams situation because I don't oh, want to spoil oh, oh. anything. But I do think that it's it's important for them to meet before the Macs go back. So hopefully they keep that in there in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, mainly because I want to see it, but also because I think it could have repercussions if we get eight and nine. Which I don't know if I'm just being optimistic thinking about that. I certainly hope we get eight and
1: nine. I'm hoping we at least get eight. John Bell is on board for
0: however long it takes. (laughs)
1: And
0: so are are Cesar
1: and Lauren. Oh, yeah.
0: So what did you think about that scene that got released? The Jamie and Claire scene? I thought it was sweet.
1: Yeah, it was. From episode one, Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for this season. I can't believe we're a month away. We're a no. month away. We're a month away. <laughs> we're a month away.
0: I I went out finally. My mom, I said, did I tell you that it's a month from today? She's like, "Yes, Chelsea, you've already told me that." <laughs> like, we're well, just excited. Uh, um. So there's a line. So we did like a they did a Roger and Brianna video, and they were talking yeah. about kind of their like arc over the season or whatever
1: and the um, correct feed here so well yeah keep talking I'm just
0: and Roger said oh Tom Christie's asked me to preach the sermon on Sunday and uh well why doesn't Tom do it he says well why doesn't Tom do it he said well he's not a preacher and she's like neither are you (laughs) um what did you think about that I I I keep coming back to what you said I, I forget when Rick said it but i think you were talking about how Roger and Bree were kind of like a really bad version of themselves in season 4 because
1: they were playing yeah.
0: up the conflict said they it didn't they have... were talking
1: about the meet and greet they were doing they talked yes. about that in the meet and greet um they said that um that Roger and Bree were in bad were not great in mm-hmm. season 4 and then in season 5 they were better and they said in season 6 they're really great you know they they're doing really great and they're very close and all that you are like yeah you're going to see a big arc there and i said well yeah you know season 4 you know that that definitely had some issues and they said yeah they they played up the conflict they wanted to really play up the conflict in that season between mm-hmm. Roger and Bree but they kind of went too far. And I said, and they didn't balance it. You know, yeah. you can't just show every negative without showing the positive because it isn't even necessarily that. So, I mean, a lot of the stuff that people got angry with or a couple of them were things that did happen in the book too, but they were like a piece of of this pie that when you don't have the rest of the pie, that piece is like completely, you know,
0: it's happening like, out
1: of context. Like, yes, it's happening yeah. out of context. Like, you can't act like they never see each other, they're coming together for the first time, they're at the airport afraid to even give each other a kiss and all awkward and stuff, and then have him asking her to marry him. He looks like a weirdo and a crazy person, you know what I mean, doing that. And that's not how it was in a the book. They were in, like, a steady relationship for two mm-hmm. years. When, for It like, was an ongoing thing. They almost had said, had a couple close calls a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Their their relationship was quite advanced. And he yes. had every reason to believe that she, that would, she marry would say She would say yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, right. like he automatically assumed she would say yes, you know. And it wasn't because he was crazy to think that. It was because right. that was the signals. Like he knew what they both were, that they were both he could he right. said how she felt, and he knew mm-hmm. how he felt. And he thought, you know, yeah, this is just the next step. You know, the, and they made him look like he's some kind of psycho stalker. You know, in the, in the show, like what is he yeah. not You know, like they just kissed for the first time, and now he wants her to marry him, and he's getting an attitude. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, and yes, did he ask her to marry him in the book? And she turned him down. Yes, but it wasn't yeah. like that. You know, so did she give it, him the whole
0: speech th- about? I don't know if I even believe in marriage
1: in the books, or
0: was it? Just, I just remember her saying she wasn't ready yet, but the it's. I don't remember her saying, I don't even know if I believe in marriage. I don't remember her saying that.
1: She said, um, you know, that, that she doesn't like basically trust what she feels because her mother, you know, Mm -hmm. she says, we saw those pictures and she looks so incredibly Mm -hmm. happy in her little wedding pictures, you know, Mm -hmm. when she married my father and she's giggling and she's like all, you know, happy and. She says you could tell in those pictures that she truly thought she loved, she mm-hmm. loved him, and he loved her. And then she met Jamie, you know. Right. And he's like, "You expect me to, you know, like you're yeah. comparing me to your parents, you know, like yeah. we're not them, you know." And mm-hmm. so that was kind of what what happened. But okay. um, you know, he, she basically was like, "I can't trust. I don't like. I I thought she thought she was making the right choice, and she, mm-hmm. he was her forever." He's like, oh, so you're afraid you're going to meet somebody better now? Is that what it is? And that was kind of how it, they little fight went, you know. But Again, um, but at that point, they had been a two-year relationship. They had had, he had spent the time with her. She had spent all their holidays, all their free time Mm -hmm. together. They had had, you know, uh, close calls that, you know, when they were out, you know, that whole situation happened with Joe. And he was like, oh, it's like that. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. You know, and all of that, you know, because she didn't come home early enough and all that stuff. So it was just completely different. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they basically took the worst little interactions and just put them on without putting all of the connected parts. And that's what I told them. I said, you know, you can't just show conflict without balancing it or nobody's going to root for you. And that's mm-hmm. what happened. Nobody wanted them together. Everybody's like, why is she continuing with him? You know? Well, and also,
0: <laughs> yeah, like, why do we care? Like, we've barely seen them on screen. Yeah, like, like why do if... we
1: want them together? Why root for them? Yeah. They apparently aren't meant to be together. All they do is, like, fight and argue right. and misunderstand each other.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's what I said. I know it's against what's in the books, but I really think the show would have been better off to just include Brian Roger in the back half of season three and show some of that relationship stuff because it's happening like the time frames are all wonky again um so we could have shown that because it's not like the back half of season three was stellar by any means like it could have stood for some improvement so I think we should have continued with Roger and Bree versus picking up again with them in
1: season four. But Yeah, like Susan says, when Brianna went back, she sent all her history to Roger to mm-hmm. save safekeeping, mm-hmm. you know. She planned to have him there so she could have somebody that she cared about to go back to. Like right. they kind of skirted past all of all of yep. these things, you know, and made it just look like she left a note for him that he'd find in a year, you know, that would be good right. to him in a year. And that's not what she did. It's just like the whole, it just made it seem like they don't even, like, why am I into this relationship? And now it's hard to, like,
0: you're creating more work for yourself
1: as a a creator of the
0: show. Because if you don't have an audience that's invested in these characters from the very beginning, it doesn't matter how much work you put into it on the back end. Like, you're still going to have that initial impression that's guiding these viewers. So, I mean, it's, they can be great. And I'm sure that us book readers will be absolutely thrilled with what we see in season six, but we already love those characters. Mm-hmm. Like it's a much harder sell for people that mm-hmm. are just watching the show. Like they're like, oh, well, this is how we started out. And now we're supposed to believe that these two are this really great, strong couple. And like, we're mm-hmm. supposed to be invested as invested as the, in them as characters as we are in Jamie and
1: Claire. Like <laughs> I don't know. yeah they just don't you know what i feel like and you didn't and you saw conflict sometimes with jamie claire you know like they'd mm-hmm. have their fights yeah, and their arguments for sure. but they were in balance where you never like saw that argument like it would be a, like if you saw that argument that they have by the by the river you know in season one mm-hmm. jamie claire i'm talking yeah. about um or when he beats her with the thing like if all you saw was those scenes and you never saw all the mushy cute romantic stuff, you'd yeah. see those scenes and go, I'm out on oh, Jamie. Yeah. You know what I Jamie's mean? Like I'm, I'm out. Bag, you know, Jamie, like, he's, he's a douchebag. Yeah. He's beating his wife. You know, he's calling her a bitch, you know, a foul mouth yep. bitch and everything else, you know. And if you never mm-hmm. saw all the warmth of Jamie and yep. all of the, the the chemistry and all the other stuff, like, that allows you to whistle past those things and forget yes. him, you know? You can't or, forgive if you don't have, like, any reason to love these people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or and that's what the they reco- did wrong.
0: Yeah, they don't have any reconciliation moments with Roger and Bree. They have mm-hmm. all the, uh, all the tension, and then with these arguments, like, I just watched Wilmington earlier today, and mm-hmm. I was like, we never see the resolution of that. Like, mm-hmm. it's still there between them, and yeah, I'm sure they talked about it, but I want that scene where they discussed, like, even after all this crap, like, even after Roger comes back, after everything that happened right. with the Mohawk. Like, I was so upset still...
1: we lost all of that, all yeah. of that after he comes back stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's still there between them. You know it is. A lot of things were said in that argument that you can't unsay. And, right. like, we never got that. And that was that.
1: such a beautiful scene. when. Yes she finally let him in the cabin and he like yep. got down and said, Bree, I know you're scared. And like mm-hmm. they had this yep. like really sweet conversation and she put, he put her at ease and mm-hmm. basically like they had this reconnective. Yes. Like we missed all of that. Yep. None of that was shown. And like that was stuff that makes you love them. You know, how they resolve things and stuff. It just aggravates me. Because I love Roger. Yeah. I love Roger as a character and I hate that he got so pummeled you know, by the show fan base. Yeah. I mean, I see what's her face here, Casey. She's telling me how she couldn't stand them either.
0: <laughs> well, and here's the thing. I always thought that my brother liked Roger. That's what he initially told me. But then we were talking last week and he was like, No, I don't really like him. I like him now better after season five. Mm-hmm. But he said I didn't care for him in season four. And I yeah, was I mean, like
1: there was nothing to like. There was nothing to like. I know. mean, there was for me because when I when, when I watched it I filtered in what I know. You know what I mean? And so I was looking at those scenes that were arguments. And like, I remember when I saw episode three, I was like, oh, I like that. It had a lot of symbolic stuff in there with the stags. And like, I did this whole thing. And then I like saw the feedback and I was like, holy crap, people are losing their minds because I filtered that argument in with like everything I know of them, Mm -hmm. you know? So it didn't jar me like it did that, you know? Yep. Uh, you're
0: not seeing it like you're. Yeah, you're not having that whiplash effect where you're like, wait. And what? the Murtaugh like, thing
1: did not help matters no. either. That they had to suck so much time with him. Yeah. That it's it took away from time they could have developed Roger and Bree more in that yeah. season. You know. I was
0: talking about that in my in my episode last week for A Ballad of Roger Mack. And I, at the end, after my listener comments, I said, Mm -hmm. I understand that for you show watchers, you love this plot. And I said, I did too. Like, I thought it was a great episode, but I just want you to understand why the book readers are so upset. Like, they have a right to feel the way that they do. Like, this isn't how it happened. And X, Y, and Z has happened because of it. Like, it's not that it's not a good episode, but when you're looking at it from your the beloved books and your characters that you love and all the repercussions of this creative choice it just is a domino effect that it took it's over. hard to ignore it
1: took over like and i yeah. i it was very it was very beautiful and heartfelt mm-hmm. and all that other stuff but it just took over oh, yeah. the Roger storyline for that mm-hmm. for that episode it 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 kind of overshadowed it and people yeah. didn't even barely remember anything yep. about Roger in that episode because like so much went on to the Jamie and Murtaugh story. And mm-hmm. then at the end, what really pissed me off about that episode was that at the end, the whole confrontation with the governor where you really saw in the book, Jamie step up and put his hand around the governor's throat and say all the stuff that he said, but he said it about Roger, not That's about what I Murtaugh. Said. And that's I was so pissed off because it was like, you know, I love that because he's like, my, you dare to lay hands on my on son? son. Yes. Yeah. And that was when he kind of says that. And it's like such a great moment. And it just gone because it was about Murtaugh, you know, that now he goes off on the governor. And I was just like, is he going to take every effing thing, you know, from Roger, like every moment from Roger he took. And then he took the moment with Ian knowing Willie. He took over that, too, because he had to be in that episode. So there's just so many things that bug me about it. Not that yeah. I hate Myrta because I like Myrta. This, These choices made me dislike it. You yeah. know, like I have resentment now because, because you've I felt had like just... this is robbing me of the things I really yes. wanted to say. You've had to
0: sacrifice some of the moments that you love the most for these creative choices. If they had been yep. able to keep everything with Roger and have Myrta alive, great fantastic but it's just like we had to choose and I didn't want to have to choose like I wanted it all um so
1: I want it all
0: what can I say so I guess in terms of the Jamie and Roger relationship do you think that that is going to be more of their book relationship
1: I hope so I I've been really disappointed with you know because it's one of my favorite relationships you know this. And I I was really disappointed that, you know, they have them so uh they have it, them so like only Yeah. He's only even talks to Bray. That's and that, not, like all of it, Jamie's all...
0: Jamie's relationship with literally everyone but Claire is a shell of what it is in the books. Like, people watch the show for Jamie and Claire, but he's so his relationships with everyone is basically what makes the book. Like, Jamie is the glue, right? And like, it's branch, everything branches off from this family. And I really feel like they're not a family in the show like they are in the books. And I know that that's kind of what some people have talked about that they are more of a family unit this season. And they are functioning and making decisions together as a family. And I hope, I'm hoping, and I'm trying not to hope too much because I don't want to be shattered again like I was in right. season five. But <laughs> I'm hoping that we're going to see those relationships between Jamie and Roger and Bree again. Or now. I mean, we haven't really had it in the show heretofore. But I'm hoping we're going to get it this season. Huh. <sighs> Anything else that you, I know we talked about Fergus and Marsali a little bit, but did you want to dive a little bit deeper into their story?
1: Well, um, when do you think the Roger, did we talk about that when you think Roger's going to save the baby when that's hero Roger happens?
0: Um, I think that might happen in the second episode. I think Mm -hmm. that Henri Christian's birth will happen at the end of the first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that'll kind of happen in the second episode. And then that's going to kind of be the impetus for Roger deciding to become a minister. Like he's going to, it's going to get the wheels turning like a little bit, but Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, So I definitely think we are,
1: and we are going to get, just for those of you that weren't that aren't in my beehive group, um, we are gonna get, I think, the rumpy pumpy to have the baby mm, yes. thing, you know, like the the sexy sexy time mm-hmm. to get the baby going, you know. Yes. I think we're gonna get that, you know, with with Fergus and Marsley.
0: Yeah, because they mentioned in the panel for Outlandish Vancouver that
1: there was a scene between
0: Fergus and Marsley, an intimate scene that they had an intimacy coordinator for that seemed extremely awkward on paper and they weren't really sure how they were going to make it work they
1: nailed it and they nailed it and
0: we all knew we were like oh yeah
1: we know what they're talking about and it involves pregnancy yeah yeah exactly Um, and I love that I, I I thought that was great and then like and then Jamie's like he is not doing that is he Oh my God, you know. <laughs> I know.
0: And I remember that, um, I can't remember if it was a comment on her social media or what the context of it was, but somebody said to Diana, uh, I missed the humor of the books in the show. And she said, hold tight for season six.
1: Ooh, I hadn't seen yes. that.
0: I can't remember oh, where, what that good. was. But yeah, so I'm hoping that to we hear. Get a lot of, a lot more of the funny stuff like the Indian agent with the lassies and genies bed and all the fallout from Ferguson Marsley doing what they're doing to get her labor going. And, you know, just all these, the Lizzie and the twins double marriage scenario. That was actually a really funny part of the book. So I'm hoping that we get all of that. Like, I know that, outlander tends to be very dramatic with like punctuated
1: because it's not that funny of a season you know so yes. it's surprising that she says as far as i mean it has little pocket moments but uh-huh. there's a lot of grim shit in this season yes. you know, especially for eight episodes so you know it's hard to like be funny in it you know yeah. um i mean diana does it in the book she kind of like will mm-hmm. put a funny scene next to like you know people dying in fires and everything you know yeah you're like where yeah. do you get she's and she negotiates that so well like she kind of negotiates that line really mm-hmm. well for sure yeah um, well, says, I'm even more excited now for season six thanks ladies next month is going to be long I'm sorry yeah. I wasn't at my best to everyone today. It's like uh, it, it, I really wasn't feeling good. I tried to get th- Chelsea to postpone this because I was feeling so bad. So, I tried to do my best.
0: You did uh, excellent.
1: I you did I did great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just How I really I really don't didn't have another time to do it other than like putting it right on top of the <laughs> the premiere. So I oh, hear you. Man i it's, hear well, we made craziness.
1: it. We did make it. So, we made Yay! it. And we're we probably going to see, we're, we'll see what else comes out because I'm sure there are going to be lots of things coming out in this next month, don't you think? Oh, yes. I think
0: we'll start getting the TV spots in this next few weeks, like all the like mini, mini trailers, the 30 second blips. Uh,
1: Lara, I think that, for, for what yeah, that's I've what I seen, was. Okay, go ahead. That's your thing. I just wanted yeah. to get it before it went off the screen. Yeah,
0: um, Lara says, well Chelsea, will you watch as a fan first, then do podcast later?" That's the plan. Yes, so I am going to podcast through Monsters and Heroes. So next week is Famous Last Words, and the week after that is Monsters and Heroes. That will be I love s- Monsters and Heroes, and that will be my seventy fifth episode, guys. So <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so I figured go out on a high note. I loved monsters and heroes. I felt like it was a good place to end. Um, and then I'm going on hiatus. I think my plan is to do a couple of like 10, 15, 15 minute lives on TSF of to do like a knee jerk reaction for my episodes. But it's literally just going to be like, I like this episode. I didn't like this episode. Yay, they included this from the book or, oh, I was kind of disappointed in that. And that's going to yeah. be like very surface level just to kind of engage with you guys a and little for bit. For those
1: of you that are also members of Outlander Cast Plan Book Club, I'll be doing um, like every other week a a discussion about like the previous two episodes and their choices for adaptation, nice. mm-hmm. what worked, what didn't work and in- Far as what I think, anyway. Who the hell am I? But you know, um, so uh, th- that'll be like every other week on the book club. I'm going to mm-hmm. do that, you know, in addition yeah. to the regular, you know, stuff that Mary Blake do and everything. Yes. But uh, this will be book focused for book fans to mm-hmm. talk about what they concluded, what they didn't, what we think might be coming off that now that we see what they're doing, yeah. you know, and you know, yeah. what still has to get put in and all that type of stuff. So we'll be doing one of those like every other week. That'll be fun.
0: Yeah. yeah, so we're going, I'm going on in, in the Beehive. In the Beehive, yes. Um, And the, you're going to be starting a uh, bees read-through in May, right? Roughly? May? Probably
1: June. Probably June. June. Okay. So, if you're going to And I'll probably, the... I'm going to see if Mary wants to do a novella, oh, summer fun. novella series again with me. Cool. So I'll be yeah. doing both of those if she's game, you
0: know, we'll yeah, see. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to get caught up on I didn't read Echo or Moby before I read Bees, so I, that's that's my goal, is to have those reread so that I can do Bees with you guys. Um, yeah, that so, would be great. so I'm going to try to keep engaged in TSF and next, but nothing going up on the podcast, and then I think the week after the season six finale is when I will start back up. With the remainder of season five, do season five superlatives and maybe like a little like fun episode of some sort, and then dive into season. Well, six, I'll so.
1: join you for season five superlatives because I liked season five compared to season four. You brought me on season four, and I was just like, oh god, I gotta favorite episodes and all these favorite things. I was like, oh god, you had to pick this one and invite me on. <laughs> in. Well,
0: I think you'll probably. <laughs> You'll probably want to do the special episode with me, too, because it'll be fun. It'll be like a character breakdown or talking about time travel or something fun. Yeah, so. you know,
1: I like doing that kind of stuff oh, yeah. anyway. All right,
0: girly. It's been fun. Hope you get to feeling better. Thanks, honey. Bye, everyone. All righty. So, um, yeah, like I said, we're going to be doing like a probably a weekly knee-jerk reaction thing for the sixth season just because I'm going to have to talk about it with somebody and I love talking to you guys I'll probably watch them as soon as they come out at midnight on Saturday night so I'll probably do my knee-jerk reactions Sunday evenings Um, that's kind of my thought on it because I work Monday through Thursday so uh, it would have to be that or otherwise I would be a week behind so that's kind of my plan The premiere is one month from today, guys. Technically, 28 days. So (laughs) four weeks, four weeks from today. (laughs) Gotta love how short February is. So uh, my book comes out on Valentine's Day, downforce. Make sure to grab a copy. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Next week, I will be discussing famous last words um very Roger centric episode it was one of my favorites of season 5 as well so look for that probably next monday so a week from tomorrow i'm trying to get them out on mondays <laughs> laura this is my author's proof copy i am currently waiting on anybody who ordered a copy off of my etsy page an autograph copy They are stuck in transit right now because of winter storm landing. So hopefully I'll have them in the next few days and I will work on getting them sent out. I'm hoping to have them out uh, a couple of days before the release day so you guys can have them in hand on Valentine's Day. That is my goal. However, uh, the shipping companies have to play nice with me for that to get done. So... My book, Lucy, in case you're interested, is a contemporary romance, uh, new adult, so the characters are in their mid-20s, and um, it's got some real stuff in it, Um, real-life drama, but um, a romance element to it as well. I am in love with it. It's my first book, and I really hope that you guys enjoy it. If you want an autographed copy, you can go to my Etsy store. It is C Leach, that's L-E-A-C-H. Author is the shop, and you can order an autographed copy there. I hope you guys enjoy. I will talk to you next week when we discuss famous last words. Bye, guys.